Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Right, we've been talking about relationship and uh, we started off with what scripture? Amos 3. And what does Amos 3 say? Together. We, we're doing a recap, right, before we get into. So Amos 3 says, how can two walk together unless they are in agreement? And um, what do we talk about as the first ingredients? Relationship. Communication. And what else did we talk about? Respect. Respect. That was the first week. Second week, we talk about what? care in relationship all right so in caring in relationship we did talk about god cares for us we, and then we went on talking about you know some what when you ask and god says no you need to take it as no before because if you keep insisting god is then eventually going to give you and then you pay the price the Israelites insisted that they will have a king. And God eventually gave them a king. God didn't want them to have a king. God was their king. But they wanted a king to be like others, the other nations. The other nations had, had a king. And we talked about, look, you are different. Amen? You are different, your, your life should be different from the people of the world. The Jews did not see that. The people of the world had kings, and so they want, also wanted a king. No, you're not like the people of the world. You are a, a child of God. You, are, you, know, you belong to God's family. So you cannot be like those of the world. Amen. And that's when we and talked about, you know, the women needs to be should be dressed carefully. Amen. Um, I want to talk about um, another ingredients of giving. I mean, ingredients of relationship is giving. Amen. You can never have. A, a true relationship with somebody if there is no, no, n there is no act of giving. Amen? Every, any strong relationship requires giving. When God said, uh, uh, when God decided to uh, 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 create Adam and Eve, and, 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 and have a relationship with Adam and Eve, um, one of the things that he did was he gave. He gave them, you see, God breathed into Adam, and Adam became a living soul. God gave to Adam his life. Are you with me? God, God's life was given into Adam. In a relationship. 
And for God to restore Adam, he sent his son. In John 3, 16, he says, For God so loved the world that he, his only begotten son, he had given his breath as, uh, uh, to give life to Adam, and Adam has fallen short. In other words, Adam has sinned, and there is a, has caused a separation. Yeah? And so then, to restore Adam, God still come and give his son. Amen. God still come and give his son. And so in a relationship, I mean, no relationship works if there is no actual giving. And it boils down to that if one is not prepared to give themselves in the relationship, it doesn't work. Whether it's friendship, whether it's marital relationship, you know, a colleague, whatever that it is, to have a genuine relationship with somebody, we ought to be prepared that we, we are willing to give ourselves in that relationship. And that is why there is a big difference between having a colleague or having a friend and then having a, a relationship with someone. You see, we in our, in our African, you know, you meet somebody, you become friends, and then the friendship develops that we are now family. Are you with me? So it is in that process that eventually you have a relationship with a person. And you know the person so much now that you are willing to give yourself if it's required. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, in John chapter 12, um, okay, hold on there. I, the, the word um, give is to transfer the possession of, to transfer the possession of someone to someone freely. Are you with me? Freely. So, when you give, you are actually in relationship. When you give, you are actually transferring yourself Freely to someone else. Amen? And it also means to hand over 
as a present. When you're giving somebody a gift, you are handing over something to the person as a present. And the, the present means that you have not worked for it. Are you with me? You mean the person receiving it hasn't worked for it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That you haven't worked for it, that's why you are receiving it. I mean, that's why it's a gift. Are you with me? So, if Jesus, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and we know that salvation is by grace and it's not of works, we have not earned it, We've been gifted it. So in our relationship with each other, we give ourselves as a free gift. We render our services in relationships as a present. Freely you have received and freely give. Amen. If you give to somebody with some, you know, um, with some strength, you know, you do this, I'll do this for you and you do this for me. It's not a gift. Is it? It's not a gift. In our relationships, we must be prepared to give ourselves in the relationship the same way that Jesus, uh, God gave his son Jesus in his relationship with mankind. You see, when God breathed into Adam, he was then prepared to, do, to give anything that is required in order to maintain that relationship with Adam. Don't get into relationships if you are not sure of the person. If you can't give yourself if you can't give your all, if you can't give everything in the relationship, don't enter into the relationship. Praise the Lord. What happened to Adam and Eve? You know, in these relationships, there was a lot of ups and downs. God and Adam... And if there were a lot of ups and downs, but God maintained his standard. Amen? See, in our relationships with each other, we ought to maintain our standard. There are people that will make a commitment in their relationship today. Tomorrow they've changed their mind. 
I'm very careful in entering into a relationship. But when, you, when I enter into a relationship with anyone, no matter what comes, see, I got to maintain my side of the bargain. Are you with me? Don't easily, you know, there are tests. This is where we Christians, we missed it a lot. There are tests that comes in our lives. There are challenges that comes in our lives. So if the relationship is being tested, that's not time for you to, you know, don't use that and, and, do the, uh, and look for the exit. You know, that is the time to show your true nature, your true character. God endured. I mean, he endured. He told Noah, build an ark. Since there's going to be changes here, build an ark. When Noah were building the ark, people were mocking Noah. They weren't mocking Noah, they were mocking God. God endured. God got mad with the Israelites. He says, Moses, just get out of the way. Let me con condemn them, them and, and I will build a new generation with you. Moses said, oh, please. If you destroy them, Pharaoh will say, because you could not keep them, protect them, because you could not supply for them, because you couldn't keep them, that's why you keep them. You brought them out of Egypt to destroy them. Just for once, Moses got the <laughs> won the battle. <laughs> Praise God. God repented. I mean, my point is, God endured. So in our relationship, in our relationships, we need to have endurance. We need to have endurance. And most of the relationships that you see and that it's really, really good and it's rosy and, you know, especially the old ones. Let me tell you something. They have had their times. Amen? See, if you, if you, if you, if you, um, if you're going on a journey somewhere, it's only America that you can, you know, probably drive for about 10 miles and you don't find a hill. But if you're in anywhere in Africa, as you're driving along for every, you know, five miles, there is a hill somewhere. You got climb up, and then you descend. And it's like marriage, uh, 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 marriage or relationship do have those things. The mountains and the, the bends and all. Uh, it's all in it. But wherever you get, whatever stage you're at in that relationship, listen, in a marriage relationship, 
you that have been married is forever. Is forever. Unless there is a physical abuse. Even, you know what? You need to, you need to have understanding of relationship. God established a covenant with Abraham. Amen. Amen. God established a covenant with Abraham. I better read the covenant. Genesis 15, verse 18. Genesis, Genesis 15, verse 18. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river of Euphrates, the, um, the Canaanites, the Canaanites, the, the Kadamanites, <coughs> the Hittites, and all the Persians, the Kadashites, the, the, um, the, um, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the, the Gargashites, and the Jebusites. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says God made a covenant with Abraham. And in the covenant, he says, all these I'm going to give you. I'm going to give to your descendants. Abraham had no children then. And, you know, God has made a covenant with him. And if you read on, you know, Abraham's like, yeah, I know you're going to give me all this, but I don't have any child. You know, and, and, and God promised Abraham, if you read, um, I don't want you to go there, um, but Genesis 12, Abraham was 75 years old when God told him, hey, you're going to have a son. Are you with me? Abraham was 75 years old. Well, Isaac was born when Abraham was 100 years old. For 25 years, Abraham waited, patiently endured. Now, there is a prophecy comes over your life, and three months you haven't seen anything, you disgust it. You disregard it. You think, forget it. Another false prophet. But let me tell you something. There are, there are, there, you know, there was, there was one time I had gone, I've just, I was with Mama, maybe about a year, and I was um, I was standing praying with um, praying for someone because this is on the tape. 
Um, but I was praying, we were praying for someone. And then, as we were praying, Mama stopped and said, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this individual and myself, me, Charles, Pastor Charles, you, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be doing this, you're going to... And the thing, you know, we moved on with our life, and we went on, went on, went on, went on, went on, went on. And we went to America, came back, started a church, in the end, exactly what Mama said happened. Exactly the way she said it. I mean, if you look at it, there's probably maybe 12 years after. What am I saying to you? God speaks. We need to be patient. We need to have endurance. God, you know, in our, in our relationships, in our marriage lives, there is never... I want to say there's never a wrong person. You can make it work. Obviously pray and be encouraged that this is the person for you. The requirement is that the person has the fear of God. That is the most important The rest, I, I tell you what, makeups are very, very good. Amen? Guys, you can buy her the makeups and she will really look dabby. And ladies, you need a God fearing individual. Somebody that loves God, that fear God. When you have that, all the you see, because of the fear of God, other things will fall into place eventually. But don't make this stupid mistake. And I use the word stupid mistake to say you will be able to change her or him. Now, if you see things in the natural that you don't like, you won't be able to live with it. Why am I going this way? You don't like, you won't be able to live with it, walk away. Don't be saying, oh, I'm praying, I'm this, somebody has prophesied, this is the person. Now lie. Sorry. Thank you. 
are you with me? Somebody prophecy and it doesn't sit with you and you are seeing natural things that you know yourself you will not be able to live with the rest of your life because this individual is not going to change from these natural bad habits. And I use the word bad because they're bad to you. That doesn't mean they're bad to him or her. So you have to be prepared that you can you can you don't mind. You can, you know, you can put up with it, you can live with it. But the idea of Somebody saying to you, this is the person for you. Don't buy it. You know, I never say that. Don't buy it. Don't believe it. The most important thing that you look out for is this person has the fear of God. Love God. If you're in church, you meet the person, he comes to church because he wants you. Because he wants you, and I say he because, I say he because it's the man that does a lot of that, you know. Because he wants you, my God, my message is gone somewhere else. But because he wants you, because he wants you, he is very, very, very serious about church. Because you are church. Until, until finally you get married. When you get married, the church takes a second seat in that relationship. The church is no more churchy as it used to be. The church has now become crunchy. And when you, and, and, and when you say, let's go to church, he says, the pastor said that and that, and the pastor said this and that and the other, and all the people, did you see how that, uh, that, that one, what do you call him, Stephen, you see how he was looking at me the other day? It's because I was looking at him like that the other day. <laughs> all, all, all now he, he, he thinks he's what? I'm not going there anymore. Not lie. It's not Stephen or the pastor. He had no interest in the first place. Don't listen, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. I don't know how to get back to my message now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please be wise. The Bible says, be wise as a serpent and be harmless as a dove. Now, there are some also that have shutters up. Do you, you know what I mean by shutters? 
they've, pulled, they've put up their defenses because they are afraid they don't want somebody to come and, you know, um, mess them up. So they don't want to talk to any, they don't want to talk to anyone. And that's also, um, that's incorrect. If you want a relationship, how, how are you ever going to get into a relationship when there is no communication, when you've got your door shut? Amen. So be wise as a serpent whilst you've got your door open for people to come in and have a, you know, have a chat and, uh, and build a relationship. But be wise as a serpent and be harmless as a dove. You know what that means? Be witty. Do you know what witty is? Be clever. Be clever with your dealings with people. He said, the pastor said we should give ourselves. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't mean give yourself in that way. Amen? We're all matured people here. So, giving yourself and giving all of yourself is not in a relationship when you're not married. Praise the Lord. That's why you need to be wise as a serpent and be harmless as a dove. Amen? So God have a, had a covenant with Abraham, and in, in that covenant, God promised that he would give him everything, um, all the lands. And there is endurance in our relationships. Amen? Abraham was 75 when God made him a promise in Genesis 12. In Genesis chapter 21, verse 5, Abraham was 100 years old before he had Isaac. Whatever the promise of God is in your life, and I'm not talking about what somebody has said, the promises of God are the word of God. Amen? Amen? The promises of God is the word of God. Whatever God has promised you, you can have it. But it takes time. And there is a season of endurance. Peter, um, Paul says, endure Hardship as a good soldier. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. I've read it. Endure hardship as a good soldier. As a good soldier of Christ. And in our relationship. Even in the church. If you understand human beings your life will be a lot easier. There is no one that is perfect. Amen. So you're not going to have a perfect relationship, no matter who he is or she is. Hello? I could have done with a bit of amen on that point. 
I said, you're not going to have a perfect relationship no matter who he is. That includes you, though. We have back, back, background preachers. No matter who she is, no matter who he is, there is none that is perfect. Amen. I mean, you know, there are some people that when you look at them, you think, ah, you know, he's cool or she's cool and she looks to be or he looks to be like the perfect one. Nearly perfect. But even with them, there are imperfections. I don't want to mention names. But this guy here, I mean, he looks really cool. <laughs> now, let me do the preaching, right? This guy looks really cool. I mean, I'm talking about Will. But I'm sure there are imperfections in him. If Aram was here, we would know. I mean, Anne is just saying there are a lot of imperfections in his husband. But I know that he doesn't claim to be perfect. Amen? We are all growing. It takes understanding. It takes understanding. But in, in, in our relationships, let's look at the pattern of God's relationship with Adam. If we look at God's pattern, relationship with Adam and Eve, you see, it didn't stop in the Old Testament transferred to the New Testament. He made, a, 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 there is Adamic covenant. He made a covenant with Adam and that covenant carried through after Adam's fall and Adam was cast out of the garden. Still God's covenant with a, a, Adam remained to the point that he gave his best so that he would not lose that relationship that he had with Adam. When you get married, and if you're married, one thing that I want you to know is that your marriage is forever. Amen. Don't enter into a relationship of marriage if you have doubts. See, it's not the other person. It's you. You are the one with the problem. When you sort yourself out, see, if you make that decision in your heart, if you settle the issue about marriage in your heart, it's a secret covenant between two people. No matter what happens, the covenant should be intact. Are you with me? The covenant of marriage between two people, which is we're talking about the relationship, that 
covenant is intact no matter what happens. It is, you know, the covenant, then all the uh, Abrahamic covenant, Adamic covenant, Noahic covenant, all the covenants were intact. It is signed, sealed with the blood of Jesus, and it's all designed and going towards the restoration of mankind with our relationship with God. Intact. Intact. Your marriage covenant should be intact but not on paper but in the heart in your heart of heart you've made a choice and you've made a decision it has nothing to do with what happens storms may rise the sea may roar the valley may go deeper. But no matter what, you have a covenant relationship and you ought to maintain it. No matter what, if it's at all possible, get a, a covenant paper signed and sealed. And you know what? Two of you go into the deep sea somewhere and drop it in the sea. It should never be touched. It can never be found. It is signed and sealed and it's forever. Forever. I pray God. All relationship here is forever. Is forever. So, in our relationship with each other, we give ourselves. Let's bow down our heads. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We behold your face in glory. You are the giver of life. And you've given us life and as a result, we have relationship with each other. You're the one that set up relationship. You first had a relationship with Adam and Eve. You came down in the cool of the day to have a, a conversation and fellowship with Adam and Eve. Lord, we are looking at your pattern to help us to have a better relationship with those that are around us. Help us to do that. And wherever we have an obstacle, help us to remove it, to repair it, to work with it, that our relationships will be strong with each other in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me just share this. Before we take, get your, let's get our offerings ready. But listen. Listen. The Bible says that you cannot say, you can't say you love God if you don't love the person that you see physically. Amen. So 
if we if we cannot build a strong relationship with each other, we can't say we have a strong relationship with God. And if we have a, a, a strong relationship with God, it eventually um, it filters through our relationship with each other. Amen. In everything, let me let me tell you, in everything, God is the answer. Not in prayer, but in, uh, in pattern. Are you with me? Let's follow God's pattern. And we will see his glory. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.